Blog Talk Radio. from Libya, from Iraq, from whatever, 
I can get assistance, but as an American, I have to fight to get a piece of something. I don't get it. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I'm not with that. I disagree with how our government is giving refugees a lot of stuff, and they don't give American citizens stuff. I don't like that. But do I agree with Trump banning refugees to come to this country? I don't agree with that. That's wrong. That's wrong. I am gagging, though. Bitch, he doing it. He, he from that, the MS, he's signing that signature. He got a sexy-ass handwriting, but he's signing that motherfucking signature and boop. Ah, wow. World stop. He, the, literally, the world have stopped. It's in chaos because of Trump. That's power. So I, I give him kudos to using his power, but he's using it in the wrong way. But I don't agree with Starbucks, baby. Y'all giving ten plus thousand jobs. The CEO said, "I'm going to give ten plus. I'm going to hire ten thousand refugees." And I'm like, "Damn!" But what about the American citizens here? I'm an American. I'm an American. Why not hire me? I'm just saying. I work for Starbucks. I work. For, I help build that wall. I'm hearing rumors. You know, Trump for eighty five dollars is. It's a rumor. I forget. He said for eighty five dollars. Um, <laughs> eighty five dollars. He is offering folks eighty five dollars an hour to build a wall. Baby, I'm ready, motherfucker. I am ready to fucking build that wall. If he is paying eighty five dollars an hour to build a wall, baby, I'm well. Build that wall. Build that wall. <laughs> but if you offer eighty five dollars, I will build that wall. Period. I got. Hey, I'm ready, baby. I'm ready. But yes. He got some sexy ass hair right. <laughs> I mean, come on. That hair right is dope. Like his signature, it's a sexy ass hair right to me. It's just very sexy. Maybe because he's the president, but it's sexy. Brianna Xavier Banks, this whole stupid ass beef. Brianna, listen, baby. Brianna always let people that's less than her get to her. Like Xavier Banks is in the same boat with Little Kim. Irrelevant. Has been. She's not even a, a has. She haven't even accomplished anything to be to have the title has been because she never had anything, never had a real career. But she coming against Rihanna. I don't get that. I don't see why she's attacking Rihanna because she called Rihanna not a citizen. Why she's commenting about things in America. Rihanna can't comment about things. She's an entertainer. She has always commented about American affairs. Bitch, I thought she was American, but she's from um, Jamaica. I don't know Bahamas. I don't know where she's from, but I know she's... I always thought she was from here, but she's not. So, Xavier Banks always come against black women. And she always said, I'm not... I'm about black unity. But every time I see you, Xavier Banks... You're attacking black women. If you're so pro-black, keep your name off of black women and have more unity. You're supposed to be so pro-black. And focus on your rap career. Like, who's really checking for Xavier Banks' rap career? I have not heard now. One song from Xavier Banks, and you mean to tell me Remy Mars was in jail. Remy Ma was in jail all that time, probably getting her poom poom ate, allegedly, or eating poom poom, and she's coming out with some dope-ass records and getting nominated for Grammys. And you mean to tell me, Azalea Banks, you've been out for about, been hearing about Azalea Banks for about five, maybe five years, and I still can't say, this album is dope. She's nominated for a Grammy. Only time you hear about Azalea Banks is when she is into it with another celebrity, and that's sad. I don't like to hear about a celebrity when they into it with somebody. That's all you hear about, but you don't hear nothing about their music, their perfume, concert date. T-shirt, nothing. My girl just, she, 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 stop giving these girls fame. Stop giving them this 15 minutes worth of fame. Rihanna is a multi-millionaire, and she is a superstar. Stop giving these no-talent artists shine. Every time Rihanna responds, it's going to be a story. Now, Xavier Banks was just talking to herself. This would not be a story. But since Rihanna responded to it, it's like this big thing. Like, come on, baby. Rihanna, you're such a big star. Don't respond to Xavier Banks. You need to be worried about why Anti wasn't nominated for a Grammy uh, for Best Album or Record of the Year and why Beyonce getting more Grammy nominations. Fuck, that's a battle that you need to fight. But a battle with Xavier Banks is foolish because Xavier Banks, nobody's checking for her. Nobody. 
is checking for Xavier Banks. I'm not checking for I'm I'm not listening to any of her music, but moving on along. So shout out to Canada. I love Canada. Canada's one of the greatest countries out here, but you know, we're praying for Canada. One of the mosques out in Canada, one of the cities in Canada was, you know, I guess two gunmen, according to the news report, came in there, shot up some Muslims. This is really, really sad. I mean, Canada, I understand that y'all want to have y'all borders open. I understand that y'all want to welcome everybody, but I agree with Trump that we, you know, America already have a vetting process. Trump just needs to follow what we already have. I credit. But Canada, I don't know how their vetting process is. I'm not going to say it was a terrorist attack, but some people say it was a terrorist attack. All I say is praying for Canada. I just don't want Canada to be so friendly where they let any and everybody in. Because you can, people take your kindness for weakness. So I'm praying for Muslims around the world to blame for a lot of this shit because Trump, this band have just came at a wrong time. It is encouraging people to just go out and attack people just because they're Muslim. And they feel like Muslims are evil. And that's the type of message that Trump has been pushing out by banning um, refugees to come to this country. So it's just not just affecting us in America. It's affecting us everywhere. Hell, it's affecting the stock market. And I've been saying that yesterday. Here in the stock market, this morning, the stock market has been on a slippery slope. So that's bad news because the investors are kind of skeptical. Like, what the fuck? What is Trump doing with this? Like, man, focus on the tax cut. Let's talk more about the wall. Let's talk more about the pipeline because that's where the jobs come in. You banning these refugees ain't creating no more jobs. That just creates confusion and chaos. Focus on building the wall. Focus on the pipeline. Focus on creating jobs. Focus on cutting taxes. That is what Americans want this country to be focused. Their their top priority is to come home with a bigger paycheck, more money in the bank, more opportunities to get more money, and to make more money. Not to be talking about banning people with green cards. And then you say you're not banning people with green. Then you're trying to blame President Obama. President Obama have nothing to do with y'all creating this mess. That is what Trump and his administration is doing. First of all, Donald Trump, you shouldn't put President Obama in your BS. President Obama did not ban people like that. He did do some banning, but it was to respond to something. He temporarily suspended some visas being issued in some of those countries, but he did not bitch, let them come to the airport and just randomly saying, these people are banned. President Obama, if President Obama would have done what Trump did, he would have, it would have been discussion of getting Obama impeach. Seriously. As a black man, if he would have did that, even though some conservatives hate Muslims, a lot of conservatives hate Muslims. People hate Muslims, period. They don't understand Islam. They think Muslims are terrorists because America and because of Hollywood. Anytime you talk about Muslims, you, you characterize, you put them in this hole. They're terrorists. They're not. Ter- All Muslims are not terrorists. Majority of the mu- Muslim people are peaceful people. Just like all black people are not thugs. Just like all white people are not crazy. Just like all white people, all white men don't have small dicks. It's all, don't put people in a box. Stop that. But we put people in boxes in this country. And what narrative we want to play? We put it in movies and commercials. All movies you see it with Muslims, you see them being terrorists. You see them part of a terrorist organization. And that's not good because now, the average American that don't understand Islam, and the only thing they know about Islam is what America is teaching them, it's slavery. I mean, it's not slavery, it's terrorists. So we don't want to do that. No. Muslims, majority of Muslims on this country is peaceful. Assalamu alaikum. Um, who is Xavier Banks? Well, she is a, MC, a female MC. And Xavier Banks is a female MC. I don't you, I can't tell you one of the track. If you offer me a million dollars to give me a song for Mazelia Banks, I will have to lose out on that million dollars, unless I Google it. But shout out to what else I was going to say, because I want to get it all out. I want to get this all out of my chest. But shout out to two people uh, was on my um, uh, email yesterday that regarding, you know, the Chicago Police Department, and I am this close of doing something very special because I, I definitely want to 
be covering natural, uh, um, local, national stories. So shout out to the Chicago Police Department for giving me um, an application to apply for a press pass. So shout out to the police, the CPD. Even though you know, I definitely not 100%, you know, a fan of CPD because of the crime. But shout out to y'all. So I'm looking forward to filling the application out, and I'm looking forward to being in those press rooms and asking them a question like, "Hello, how you doing? I have a question. What about this? You know, I can't wait to do that. I can't wait. I cannot wait. So, Aki uh, from Chicago, shout out to Aki. He have a mixtape out. Support his mixtape. I was actually playing his track. Let me play it a little bit more. I was actually playing this earlier. So I need y'all to support my baby. Support him. His mixtape is only nine ninety nine. It's only ten dollars. Ten dollars. Support his track. Um, we have to support LGBT talent. So if you're out there and you don't have an artist, you you want to play an artist's music, support him. He's doing it. Support Ike. So shout out to you, baby. I did for much hours. Ten dollars. Ten dollar mix. It was not an album. It's a mixtape. So don't tell me why he's selling his mixtape for ten dollars. That's what it is. Nine ninety nine. Go on ice. Uh, it's not on iTunes. It's on CD. CD baby. But it's gonna be on my page. So shout out to him. That was a song that I actually opened up with. So Aki, you deserve a round of applause for you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, any in the news? We want to talk about something very dear to me. One of earlier this week, I did not talk about this, but my brother, my baby brother, were actually shot in the stomach on uh, last week. And it's just very sad that you can't walk down the street. You can't. This is very sad. He was shot in the stomach, and he's doing fine now. But it's just sad, you know. And me speaking so harshly on violence in Chicago, now that it affected somebody close to me, it's encouraged me to keep going. It's encouraged me to keep putting it out there. And it keep encouraging me to contact everybody to come with um, solutions to um, bring something to the table for we can have peace in our neighborhood because the the so many young people with guns now is just sad. So my brother is yet re- is recovering and it's just sad to hear and see your family member um, suffered like that and this all could have been avoided if folks just put the guns down and focus on empowering themselves and working but unfortunately we in this city it's it's not going on that we're not on that track for a lot of our young people a lot of our young people now rather pick up a gun than to pick up a book they'd rather pick up a gun than pick up a ink pen and fill out an application so we have to change that whole that whole mentality of picking up a gun to handle our issues. It, it, just because you got a gun, that does not make you powerful. It makes you very weak. And, you, and, and it's okay to have a gun to protect yourself when it's needed, but just having a gun just to randomly shoot somebody because you feel like shooting somebody, that's not good. But I don't know what to do. I don't have all the answers. But what I do know, when you put money into a community, things for the better happen. If we start to put money, it will start to change. So my brother could be dead right now. And it's sad that my mother have to see her child uh, recover from a, 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 a bullet. And it could just be worse. But it's, I'm more hurt for the millions of, of mothers across the country and for those that are in Chicago that have lost their sons. Some people lost multiple children, and it's just sad. That is, I would never understand how you can take someone's life and you got a conscience. I can never get that. So I don't want to understand that, but what I do know, you have to work hard in this country. This country is built on working. This country is built on how bad do you want it? 
and there's opportunities out here. I can't say there's no opportunities out here because I would not be doing what I'm doing if it was nothing out here. I'd be out here gangbanging. If it was nothing out here doing, if everybody, get, you know, I'll be doing it. But I'm not doing it because I found out it's other ways to make money legally. It's, it's other way. Now, you ain't going to be making eight, $9,000. Nobody really making that now in the streets. Not like that. Not in no Inglewood. No, not like that. So you need to get a job, get a job, and get an education if you don't got a high school diploma. And there's programs out there. Take advantage of the shit while you can before, before Trump take it away. I don't want folks to be saying, I wish I would have got my high school diploma and got it free of charge. Because there's a lot of shit out here that don't cost a dime. All you got to do is show up. So my brothers and sisters out here, you got to take advantage of the programs that we already got. It's, it does, it's not wise to bring in more programs. You don't take advantage of the programs that's already here. Because what make what would make the government think that you're going to take advantage of these new programs and the program that's already existed, you don't care nothing about. So to take advantage of what's on the table and go ahead on and go to Indeed.com and apply for jobs. There's jobs out here. If you really want a job, somebody will hire you. If you present yourself nice, get a haircut, wear a suit, wear a dress, wear, you know, wear you know, some pumps, wear, you know, some nice dress shoes, whatever, dress professional, somebody will hire you. Even if you don't have experience, if they see that drive that you really want a job, somebody will do it. You just have to hustle and you have to want it. A lot of people, and it's sad, but they are so into this, I love the street, I'm street 100%. That's not the way to go. It's not classy being a thug. That's not sexy. It might be sexy for a point, oh, okay, the girls like you, but in the reality, in real life, it's sad because it limits your ability to be just street. You want to be more than that, and you can do it. And I'm speaking to a brother, a sister, whoever looking at this, you can do anything you want to do. You just got to want it. You have to ask and ask folks that have it and ask them, how can I get it without you taking it from them? No. Get a mentor. Get Seek help. Go to your mosque. Go to your synagogue. Go to your church. There's so many options for us young people. Go do it. Put the guns down. But, yes, it is sad when you wake up and you hear a family member has been shot. Because of folks have guns that don't suppose to have guns. When you when you're young, you don't suppose to have a gun. You supposed to be in school working, working about. You know, it's sad. But I'm talking about dealing with a family member that has been shot. And those anybody that has experienced that with a family member been shot, it's not a good feeling. It's like not a good feeling to hear. I'm getting a phone call. Hey, hey, Wally, what's up? You know, your brother got shot in the stomach. This one on like that that don't make me that don't make me feel good hearing that. But it happened. And that's a couple of you know, it was Wednesday actually. Wednesday night, um uh, my brother did get shot in the stomach and I didn't publicly say anything on Wednesday because I was like shocked. I'm like, Really? It's sad because you hear it a lot and that's what I know for a fact, without a doubt, the violence is out of control. It is out of control and it's so sad. To, to to now have these conversations. Do you have life insurance? Hey, mom, is my life insurance paid up? Is your life insurance paid up? You know, if, if the payment's good, if you got to have these conversations because you just don't know. And living here in Chicago, you have to have those conversations because today can be your today can be my last day. It can, and I don't want to be a financial burden to my family. So thank God to having life insurance. So if you don't got it, get it. It's not a curse. You've got to prepare to leave this earth, especially if you're in a high, heavily, heavily, heavily crime-infested area. It's just you just got to be prepared. Even if you're not, you're in the safest area. You can just die. So prepare for your death. Um, uh, have a plan set. Just have a plan set. But it is sad, y'all. I'm, I'm going to get off that. I'm going to get off that because I know a lot of folks, it's tired of me talking about the violence in Chicago. I'm tired of talking about it. I want to talk about peace and love, you know, but I don't see that. So my surroundings, I have to talk about. So we are yet dealing with the violence here. So it's, it's bad because the police and, and what I've heard, 
that they are going to use Chicago as a example. They want to police black people like no, uh, like they really want to go back to law and order. And they're going to do that here in Chicago. Chicago, we're going to be used as the example. Uh, Trump, this week, Trump is going to be signing some executive orders about crime, about drugs, about how to uh, uh, fight crime, combat crime. He's going to be signing a lot of executive orders. And you already know his executive order is going to be conservative. So I'm not going to be shocked if he gives police more money, give them more funding to be more uh, military-minded, to clean, quote-unquote, clean up the streets. But what that's going to do is just going to lead to more discrimination. But something needs to happen because to the parents and to the family members like myself, the CFM to get shot, we okay with getting the police to sweep these streets to um, stop and frisk because it can possibly save a life if they do it the right way. Now, if they just randomly grab it just because they can do it, then no. But if they actually see somebody and they got like a boach in their pants that they potentially can have a weapon, then yes, I feel like that officer should have the right to search that person to make sure they don't have anything. And if they don't, also need to apologize and move on. I just feel as though the reason why stopping frisk wasn't so popular is because police was just stopping any and everybody, didn't care. But if you have a valid reason, like a, something in a jacket, or you know them to be a known gang member, then yes, I think officers need to have that power to do their job, to patrol the areas. There's a lot of folks out here that's walking around with deadly weapons. And so we need to have some type of support for the officers to do their job. But then we also need to have a system where the bad officers get out of the force. But we need to encourage good police officers to keep policing because a good police officer know the criminals, know who had these weird guns. They just know a good police know their area. If you're a good police, you know what's going on. I just want those good police to make sure if they do their job, that they don't get criticized and ridiculed because they did their job. And that's been going on in Chicago, kind of. A lot of good officers are afraid to arrest people because I don't want to be caught as being a a racist or being um, um, racially discriminating towards that person because he's black and he's in the hood. But in reality, if you are patrolling the hood, you're going to majority, predominantly majority of the time, deal with criminals. If you're an officer, you mainly deal with criminals. So I'm praying that we could come to some type of conclusion on how to stop the crime without stumping on people's constitutional rights. It got to give somewhere. It got to be a compromise. So, um, but Trump, yet he is signing some executive orders. Um, and I've, what, for what I've heard and for what I've read, Chicago is going to be used in, as an example on how to police black people. It's just that simple. And the reason why I'm saying black people because majority of this crime is happening for black folks. Period. Majority of it, a lot of these gang-related shootings is African American related, and I'm not trying to make it racial. These are just a, a statistical, just statistics. It's just a, it's just a fact. You look at the statistics, majority black, <laughs> and so you already know you got to stop the crime. If you don't stop, you're going to give the police a reason to really be out here discriminating because they're afraid. I'm afraid. Everybody's afraid. Not a good look. I can't be afraid with a gun, with a badge, and you afraid with an illegal gun. It's going to be some trouble, trouble, and I don't want that. But, hey, let's get this city rolling, and not just Chicago, because I I guess a lot of folks saying we are the highest rated in crime. That's not true. It's about six, seven, eight maybe cities ahead of us in crime, so including some cities in California. So Chicago is not the murder capital of the world. That is a lie. That's fake news. But me living in Chicago, this to me, it is the murder capital of the world because it's so much crime. It's too much. I don't, you know, looking at a national list, Chicago is not number one. We actually number six and seven. But, bitch, I don't want to be, I want to be us not on the list because the crime is nowhere. You know, that's what I want Chicago to be. And it can possibly be 
a safe city if the city invests in the neighborhood. You got to give the city something. You got to tear down these bad, nasty ass liquor stores, nasty ass buildings, buildings, abandoned neighborhoods. You got to tear it down. You got to bring some beauty. You got to bring jobs. You got to bring. We got to have a a stable economic base where the dollar. If I spend a dollar in my on the south side or in the area that's predominantly stricken just with crime, I want that dollar to stay in the neighborhood for ten weeks. I don't want that dollar to come in the neighborhood, bitch, if it don't slay less than two minutes. That's a problem. So we as a community got to do a better job, and the government have to do a better job. The government, y'all need to give us business loans. Give folks business loans to start their business. Why would you give people from other countries a business loan before you give people in this country a business loan? That's Ill- that should be illegal, and that's wrong. That's racial discrimination because you're going to give it to them, but then you shit on us. I don't agree with that. You're not going to do right by American people. Don't give refugees um, extra shit or don't give immigrants extra shit from other countries where they come here and you give them stuff and then you shit on us. And we've been brought here from from Africa to build this country. And I'm just speaking on the black struggle. But I feel that the government is really got it right with giving folks money coming in. But they have amnesia of helping their own people. That said, America played this bit. And I have, to talk, I have to talk about the government. The government is the type of parent that does great for other people's kids. But then when you find out how type of parent they is to their own kid, they're trash. That's how America do. America do good by other folks sometimes. But for their own people, they shit on them. I don't get that. I don't build schools and buildings for other countries. And we tear down schools. And people are homeless in this country. I would just never understand that. Because that's not, you You're not have, You don't have a good heart. You're heartless because you should first, I've always been taught, I'll close out with this, always take care of home first. Don't go down the street cleaning your neighbor's backyard when your backyard is dirty. Clean your backyard first, your house first. Then if you would like to assist your neighbor, do so. If you have something left to say, don't try to help everybody else and then your home is in chaos. That's a problem. And America been doing that far too long. Stop that. So I do would love to help refugees. But I first want my people, black and brown people, taken care of first. Because we have not been taken care of correctly by the government. The government will give more stuff to refugees than they give to the residents in Flint. You mean to tell me that we have this big program and financial program for a refugees? No problem with the refugees, but for the people in Flint, they are still trying to get clean water. That's an issue. That's an issue, and that's sad, and that's make me sick to my stomach to see folks come from other countries and the United States government will help them go out their way to help them. People in America that was born here, little to no help. So, again, pray for the people in Flint. Pray for that cold terrorist act that didn't happen in Flint. That was a terrorist act. That act was straight up. Genocide. They tried their best to kill as many poor folks, poor black, and they killed them by giving them lead water. They tried their best to just kill. They wanted to wipe all them poor folks, especially the black ones. And they still try. And they and then now you don't hear nothing about the whole Flint, Michigan, the whole Flint Watt in the investigation. They shut the investigation down. So now what America is doing, I don't know why I'm on this, but I'm on it because I I feel it myself. Now America is changing it. Now they want to talk about helping refugees. Well, America, if you want to help folks, you have to first help African-American people because generationally, y'all have just been shitting on black people. I mean, black people have been shitting on to the point that they don't even like seeing the black community. What they say, and I hear it a lot, and I get upset when I hear, from, even from some of my friends, they like to say minority. I'm not a minority. I'm black, and I'm black, and I'm proud, and I'm beautiful. 
I love to say the black community because when you say the black community, I specifically are speaking to a race of pe- a group of people that have been shitted on from generation, from generation, from generation. When they talk about refugees, they say the refugee program. They have a program targeting people that can help them. You come in with your family, you flee in a country, hey, I'm cool with that, but you get all that shit. Assistance, jobs, you got some towns, this one particular mayor said on CNN, it's a town in Georgia. He said, we got so many jobs, and we need these refugees, you know, to work, and, and this, just, but I said, but wait a minute, it is so many African-American people, so many Hispanic people that's not employed, that would love to work. Hire them first. Then you go out and you hire refugees if it's any jobs left. Because first, this is America. Take care of America first, especially those people that built this country. Because if it wasn't for African people and African labor, we wouldn't have to worry about folks coming to America because America will be shit without African labor. Slave labor is the reason why we are one of the greatest countries. It's because of the slave labor. We built this country. And the reason why I said we, because it's my ancestors that did it. So I have to say we, because the folks that my ancestors worked for are still benefiting from it. Trump is one of the products of, of, of slave labor, white privilege, white supremacy. He's a, 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 a person that's taken advantage of. Now, mind you, we have voted for some white folks. We had voted for a lot of white people. I mean, Hillary Clinton is white privilege. I mean, she have white privilege. Bill Clinton, white privilege. It's white privilege is everywhere. They are the dominant people in this country. So whether you voted or didn't vote it, white folks is white regardless. And a lot of people in a white society feel like they're going to be taken care of, even if you're born white. I'm poor and white, but I'm white and I'm not black. I'm not a nigga, but, you know, you're still poor. So a lot of white poor people are in worse shape than a lot of black poor people. So what poor whites and poor blacks, we both, all of us, need to come together and work. Because that's the first of all, we're poor. Whether you're white and whether, or whether you're black, you're still poor. So if you're poor, all poor people need to come together and say, government, give us money. Don't give the money to the refugees. Give it to us first because we are Americans. And that's why I, 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 I'm with Trump and I'm not with Trump. But I'm kind of sitting here because this whole refugee stuff is trying to throw in some shit and try to give other people to skip the line to get shit. And then people in America, we supposed to sit here and let refugees just get everything and we sit here and not get nothing? No, I'm not with that. I'm not with this whole propaganda that refugees get stuff because they, they fleeing from terror. But we were brought here. We were terrorized. We were beat. We were hung. We were lynched. And we can't get nothing. And if, speaking of that, and speaking of, uh, 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 of lynch, lynching and killing, Emmett Till, the lady that lied on Emmett Till, said that Emmett Till whistled at her. This old white, old white, nasty racist decided to confess and say, I lied. Now you want to confess because you old, you dying, you got dementia. Now you probably want to confess now because you're white, you old. Hey. And a lot of white people, they feel as though they did a lot of dirt in their young years, and bitch, they old, they dying. So they admit, yeah, I had something to do with it, you know. But she caused so much trouble, so if she died today, I would, I would be glad. I'm not going to be sad when she died because she affected that mother. Like, Emmett tell mother died hurt, like with a broken heart. Your son. I don't care how many years, I don't care how many years when the mother lose their child, you don't get over that overnight. That stays with you probably for the rest of your life. So, again, we have been terrorized. We have been terrorized, and we're still terrorized today. So, technically, we need to get a part, a piece of this refugee money. Because when these refugees are coming to this country, they're coming here because they're getting something. They're not coming here, I just want to come to America. I just want to come to America and enjoy the American life. Yeah, why do you enjoy the American life? Because you get jobs, you get apartments, you get, you get so many assistance. And I'm an African-American, and I was brought, my people was brought here, not because they fled here, it's because they were brought here in chains. They was brought here in chains. And you mean to tell me, 
we're going to have a conversation. And I don't, I, I, I don't agree. Again, don't mix up my words. I don't agree with him trying to ban people from coming to this country. But I don't want to say let everybody into this country and we are ass out because if we're going to let everybody in this country, then give everybody a piece of this economic pie. These refugees are coming in this country are doing better than folks that was born here. They're not doing better because, Wiley, they're working hard. No, because that gov- anybody can get ahead if the government is giving you the tools to get ahead. The government give these refugees a lot of shit, a lot of housing, a lot of assistance. If you are from Iran, Iraq, all these places, and you go through the whole vetting process, they will help you get a business loan. I'm an African-American. I go to the bank, try to get a business loan. They will laugh at me. I'm literally. But folks can come from Iran, Iraq, from all these countries and get business loans. They can, they can, they can open up a store. You know, you, you know, they can open up a store in the neighborhood. That's why they're here. So, again, they're not coming to this country because of they love America, and America is the land of free. No, because America will help them and will give them money. They give them the money and assistance. That's why they want to come here. They, they love it because America, the government is doing this. And, and I always wonder, I said, how do y'all get this shit? How do y'all get these stores and y'all coming from, quote, unquote, terror? How y'all getting all this and y'all running from terrorists and all this type of stuff, you know? Uh, the government, the government give us assistance. The government give us loans. The, the government, meaning government gave us this shit. And you mean to tell me this same government that want to give more, let more refugees come here? No. Before y'all let another refugee into this country, let the ones that's already stranded at the airport, let them come in because bitch, they here already. But don't forget about African-American people. Don't forget about, I can only speak for my people. If you Hispanic, Speak for Hispanic people. But I can vouch for my people. We came to this country against our will, and we built this country, and we need what we need, and we need some assistance. Because you mean to tell me, of course, I will be ahead right now. You give me a fucking business loan. Hell, I'll be ahead. Hey, I love America. America is great. Yes. Yeah. You know, but if you speak to the average black man in the hood, they're not going to speak like these refugees talking about, oh, I love America. I love. No. They're going to say they hate America. America is wrong. It's stupid. They're dangerous because we don't get shit how they treat these refugees. And that's a fact. They treat these immigrants, whatever you want to call it, they treat them well. They give them a lot of economic shit, luxury. They don't have the finances to help black people that want to own and operate their own business. I'm talking about just giving it to them. They don't have, you don't have to have no all this credit. We talk about, they, that's a lie they tell us Got to have all this good credit, but where are, they, where are these refugees getting all this credit from to get all this shit? Where, where, where that credit coming from? Because I thought these countries didn't have all that shit like America. I th- you know, like, that's a lie. It's just that whatever, whoever the government feels that they want to help, they're going to help. And they're helping those refugees, without a doubt. They are helping not just immigrants, people coming in from other countries. You would be coming in from Afghanistan, Iraq, Pakistan, wherever. They get shit. They shit on us. And then they tell us, you all need to work hard. Work hard. Yeah, I'm working hard, bitch, but help me. Because you got the fucking finances. Give me the money. If you got the money you, if you got the money to help me grow, then do it. But the, the government don't want to help black people. Because if they help black people, we will no longer be enslaved to their system. If they can help immigrants all day, they can help these refugees all day. And the reason why they do it because if they speak out of turn, we can ship their ass back to their country. I love these refugees, but I kind of feel like, where are you all when it comes to Black Lives Matter? You never hear them talk about Black Lives Matter. You never hear them talking about justice for Sandra Bland, justice for Trey Martin. You will never hear that. Why? Because they love to, they take part of this. They are reaping the benefits of us getting what they're getting. So they reaping the benefits, what we should be getting. So they would never speak about the black struggle because the more they speak about the black struggle, the more afraid they feel that black folks going to have to get what y'all already weeping. We should be getting that. So before I get all out here, let them in. Let them in. 
I need to see them as a whole speak for the black struggle. You're not going to see me out there holding up no signs when you're not going to hold up a sign about Black Lives Matter. Not just for Black Lives Matter. Give them business loans. Give them money. And until these Muslims and the Pakistanians or whoever come in our neighborhood, until y'all start hiring more black folks and giving jobs, you're not going to get me. And a lot of y'all black people, y'all call me a hypocrite. A lot of y'all are hypocritical. Because why the hell are you marching with these people that don't even march for you? Don't give a flying fuck about your struggle. They don't care nothing about the black struggle. A lot of them refugees, they just want you now because they are under attack temporarily. It's not a mandate. It's a temporary ban. Because the government, when they want to attack somebody, they love to attack folks that don't belong in the country. They know they really can't go hard on black folks and say, black folks, y'all go back to Africa because we just here. We built this. They can't do this. So they can do it. They can play with refugees all day. That's they love play to it. They really want to do that with black folks. You can't do it because we built this country. We here. You can't do nothing with us. So you can play with those refugees all day. You can't do it with us. But refugees, all y'all, I love to see everybody come to this country and, and benefit and be and does what. Don't nobody want to live on the terror. But I don't want them to be getting shit that we should be getting. Let us get it first and then hey, if it's some left, let them get it. That's how we need to start thinking. We need to stop joining everybody else's struggle. We do that a lot. We join everybody else's struggle. Then we get shot and killed and battered and bruised and raped. Where are these refugees? Where are these people's quote-unquote folks that are under attack that we are so, I mean, black folks out heavy. Jesse Jackson out there, he, he's speaking at O'Hare in the airport with the, with the refugees. I'm like, okay, okay, Jesse. Okay, Jesse. But how many of those same folks actually give money to the Rainbow Push? How many Muslim-owned businesses from other countries donate to the Black Lives Matter movement. How much dollars goes to Rainbow Push? How many dollars goes to the Nation of Islam? How many of those Muslim um, countries that come here actually donate to the NAACP? How much money? It ain't much. They probably do a list, some, some, but it's not a massive. Black folks, they love using us when it benefits their cause. Once they get, once Donald Trump say, okay, all right, y'all, I'm done playing with y'all fools. Y'all, that's how he think of refugees. He think of them being foolish, stupid. Once he get done and say, okay, I'm done dealing with y'all. Y'all can come in. I was just kidding. I was playing. Dang, you ain't going to be able to find them for the black struggle. When another incident happened with some black folks get killed, unarmed, where they going to be at? In they stores selling you stinking meat. They're not going to be there for you. Period. I haven't seen on, I have never witnessed those type of folks fighting on the front lines for the black struggle. But we will fight. I, we, I'm saying we, a lot of black folks will get so, we get emotional. Oh, I can't believe Trump is doing it. Well, believe it because our people have been through worse. At least they got a chance to come on the airport and get detained. We have got stuffed in boats. Our ancestors got stuffed in boats. We didn't have the luxury of having lawyers speak on our behalf and offer people free housing. I'm looking at what these are doing, and I, I'm kind of like, I'm excited, but where is this response when black folks are getting killed and murdered and slaughtered? Where is Lyft at? Well, I'm going to donate this is I'm gonna donate a million dollar black. Where are your donations at Lyft? But you would donate to the ACLU, but you won't donate to a Black Lives Matter cause or any other type of black organization. Come on, man. I don't get don't get caught up with the foolishness, man. Yes, I want to see. I don't want to see so many people come in this country, but we we get less than what we're getting. Because the more people that come here, the less black folks going to get. I'm gonna say that again, because y'all don't believe that. The more Racist and group of people come to this country, it will hurt the black man and woman. It's going to hurt us the most. And we're getting hurt the most because it's hard for a lot of black folks to get proper good housing. It's hard, Oh, we don't have the money. We don't have the money. Oh, we got money to, for refugees. Bring in more. Bring in more refugees. Bring in more. Bring in more. Where's all these jobs coming for the refugees? Where are those jobs are for black folks? Okay. I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I do not agree, again, detaining refugees in airports. If they're not terrorists, release them. But I will be a fool to say, let everybody in 
and my people don't get shit from the table. Until I will agree to something like that, we got to get good housing, business loans, and get that going. And then I can say, okay, let a certain percentage of refugees come into this country. Because the more you give them, the less you give to us. And I can't have that. And a lot of you black folks, look at how they're treating us. Before we come out and say, kumbaya, my Lord, kumbaya, let's look how they treat us. Because we're not being treated so great by these folks that we stand side by side with. You need to research how they treat African people. You need to research how some of these Muslims, these lights or these um, Pakistani Islamic people treat black uh, uh, Muslims. Mm-hmm. You think Islam is, <laughs> okay, baby. I'm a ha- <laughs> y'all get y'all, we get caught up and I know we get excited. We want to join this movement. Okay, I want to join this movement. I mean, yeah, well, let's join it. But when we have our movement and having a movement, we rarely barely get these folks to speak up for us. And not just speak up, write the check. Right? We in a hood with a lot of with a lot of stores with with these Muslims, Pakistanians, so many people, and they won't even hire not one black person but they will sell to us. But yet, how did they get the store? Because the government gave them the money, helped them get the economic base. So now they are economically independent because the government helped them. But the thing about that is the government can always ship their asses back to their country. That's the point. The government, the reason why they give us, we can always ship y'all back. Y'all fuck up. You go back. And Trump sent a signal to the Muslim world. If you try to help black folks, if you try, this was a sign that, to me, Trump used, and white folks, if you white, and you're white supremacist, and you white, and you racist, you always show who got the power. Trump have sent a sign, Muslims, you're not welcome in America. I'm just going to give you a taste of how I really feel about you, and that's how you really feel. And I withdraw my support. Hell, it doesn't matter what who a black who we really vote for it matters where we put our money toward it really doesn't matter who the fuck we vote for because whether you vote for hillary whether you vote for donald the hood is still the fucking hood we let's just call it what it is i could pretend all day to say oh change is going to come but i'm in strong denial change ain't gonna come to this community until they really 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 call it what it is the black community need a b c and to these black leaders that are supposed to speak for us start saying this is what the black community need instead of being a stupid leader saying well this is what the minority community need the mind because when you say minority it could be women it could be this it could be all type of people say black this is what the black people need because when they wanted some slaves they said go to africa the African slave trade. They didn't just say, oh, the minority slave trade. Let's get Indian. No, they wanted African slaves because Africans, we, they worked us. And we were able to survive as a mass of a people on a lot of shit that a lot of group of people could survive. But Africans were able to survive with it. So, 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 so they was able to target us for slavery. I'm saying target, we need a target program to help black people. Don't you give me this shit. And I know some of y'all going to say, but Wiley. This is America. This will help out. Fuck that. Yes, this is America. This country helps certain type of people. So while we in that certain type of mentality, don't forget black folk. Because this won't be America if it weren't for our, uh, our ancestors. Won't be a country. This would be an open field of dirt. Nothing. Nothing. No, nothing. It would be zilch. The White House won't be no White House because the slaves built that. So so it won't. you don't have to worry about the West Wing. It won't be no wing. If it wasn't for slave labor, slave labor, the slave, the slave trade is the reason why America is in a position that America is in today. It's because of black people. So do your research. Why you vote down the Chinese? Because who the hell? It doesn't matter who I vote for when the system is set up for me to fail. It's just voting. That's why you know. Until we get out of why did you vote for now? Now you need, if I have the money, then you look at where I'm putting my money. That's why I judge Beyonce, Jay-Z, Oprah. I look at all these wealthy black celebrities. They should get stones thrown at them because what are they doing with their finances? Because a lot of black folks is financially able to help the black neighborhoods more than what a Donald Trump can do. They ain't doing shit. 
you let them get it passed, and you would throw stones at a black person for giving a one teeny bitty vote. That one teeny bitty vote. Now, if I was worth $500, $600 billion or $800 billion, then I expect for black folks to attack me, saying, why do you need to be doing this? Because I am financially able to help millions of, of poor black folks get out of poverty. But how many of our wealthy Beyonce's, Oprah's, come to the community and say, listen, this is how you invest in the stock market. Not just giving us money just to give us money, but no, actually giving us classes for free, teaching us how to get money. They don't do that because as soon as they do that, they're going to be in fear that the white man, the white woman is going to come and snatch that away from them. So that's why they don't do it because they're afraid them damn stuff. And a lot of them don't want to do it because they don't want to help black folks. They, they, they good. I got the money. Y'all can get it too. No, bitch. A lot of you black successful people have been picked successful. Don't give me that crap that you just became. Now, there's some that really worked hard and got what they want. But it was some that was planted to be successful, to show, to be, give a good smoke screen that, okay, you black folks, we, you one day could be like, no, 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 Michael Jordan. You can give and help folks out a lot by helping black people how to invest their money. By you coming in, just as an example, if Beyonce come and spend $10 million, buy these buildings, uh, re, re, redo them, have a trade school, invest, invest in that, teaching the girls how to do the stock market, this country, we, we, we'll be getting moving. Like, come on. Like, like, no. That's why I look at a lot of these celebrities. They do a little bit. They do a little teeny bit. Listen, a little bit. A little bit. They'll be a little bit black. They'll do a little song. Oh, get information. Get information. Get, oh, get information. But as soon as you tell them, I need you to do a massive program to help black folks. Oh, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. They can, if I'm able to get out the hood, they're able to get out the hood. That's the problem. They're not able to get out the hood. It's no matter how. This is the reality. And I'm going to say this, and I'm done. I got like, what, two minutes left. No matter how hard you work for some black folks, you ain't going to never get out the hood. That's just the reality. It's as a masses of people, no matter how hard you work, you ain't going to never get out of the hood and poverty because this system is so tight now that it's even harder to get out of the hood. That's why you had to go back to the Jim Crow era because you had no other choice but to be successful because you couldn't even get into the white dominant establishment had no choice but to get your own business so now that we quote-unquote integrated we got lazy and it's harder to be an independent successful entity i'm talking about masses of black people don't give me two or three because back in the day it was towns neighborhoods of successful thriving black organizations Black, 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 black owned, black owned, black owned, because you had no choice, because you were no longer, you were welcome being a color, going into no white establishment, had no choice but to save your money, because you couldn't really spend it in these white, because they didn't want it. So they, they got out of this whole throwing black folks. They said, man, we need to get out of here, Charlie. What do you mean? We, 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 we really need to integrate because these, these colors are, are, are getting their own businesses and, and we're, we're, we're suffering now. What, what, what we can do? Well, let's integrate with the niggers. Let's get the niggers money, but we would never let the niggers ahead of us. They start shutting. They say, oh, integration, integration. Integration came. And what happened? Integration came. Black hotels gone. Black banks gone. Black laundromats gone. Black grocery stores gone. Black record companies are gone. And now we are quote-unquote integrated, but we lost. Integration was the biggest enemy in death to black success. And so for the black folks to actually be successful, to get back up, for the black folks that got the money to get us on a fast track, it needs to put safe resources together to help the masses of black people. And I'm done with that. Help your people. If you got billions on top of billions of dollars, you can, when you die tomorrow, you ain't taking that shit with you. Open, you're too rich. You're 60 some years old. Give some of that money to your people and help your people. Because when you die, who are you giving it to? Stab me? Who are you giving it to? Your dogs? Who the fuck are you giving it to? Why you have that's too much money to not even help nobody. And then she gave a school in Africa. I'm not I love Oprah. I love her. I love the school that she did in Africa. But baby, it's schools right here in America. Help your people in the hood. And she could do a better job what she's doing. Don't give me that. Wiley, she did do this. She did do that. She could do a little bit better than what she's doing. She got a billion dollars. 
she can have a machine, an economic machine to help thousands upon millions of people more quadruple on what her school in South Africa is doing. She can do more. She can do more. You have a television network, so you need to bring school in the South Side, West Side, anywhere and around the country in Flint to train people how to be uh, cameramans, to train people how to be editors, to train people and hire them in your network, train people how to be directors, to train people how to be actors and actors. It's a lot of shit Oprah can be doing better. And the only reason why I'm calling these certain people out because they got the money to do it. Don't be simple, Wiley, what you doing? Hell, if I had it, I would I ain't got the money like that. I ain't got no 20, 60, 80, 90, 150, 200,000, 2 million, 80, 80. You know, I'm, I'm happy for Jay-Z. I'm happy that Jay-Z is doing and thriving with title. But, bruh, what are you doing to help your black people? And I, Don't give me that. Well, I gave a couple of scholarships. I gave a couple. No, baby. I'm looking at a massive, when a McDonald's come in the neighborhood, that's jobs. When Burger King come in the neighborhood, that's jobs. When you build a school on a massive and creating and helping folks learn about the stock market and giving them money to uh, invest in business, that's job. You are predominantly on a massive scale helping your people. But giving two or three scholarships, baby, that little crumbs compared to what you got. I want the cake, not the crumbs. Give us that. If you black, that's the only how black folks is going to get out of the predicament and at the end, the folks that got the money to help and then folks that do got a little bit, we got to put our resources together. But we do need those that are, are financially stable to be on the, to, to be the leaders of this struggle and this movement. So, that's all I got to say. I didn't want to take this radio show this far into that. I don't know why I talked about that. I just did. God bless y'all. I'll see y'all tomorrow, same time. I'm going to just go close out.